One of the smartest things that anybody can do, especially today, if you're in the music business in particular, and if your your image is that of controversial, is to be controversial. And nothing spells controversy, controversy more than doing anything uh, that involves uh, religion or that is construed as being blasphemous and the like. <clears throat> what is blasphemy? What is it? It's not against the law. <clears throat> Excuse me. It might be certainly something that is problematic within certain groups. As you know, historically, there are some folks who have been less amenable to seeing the artistic version of your satire. Certain Muslim groups, uh, Charlie Hebdo and others, uh, they've taken this very, very seriously. So if you're going to select any particular group of people, number one, Christians and you're okay. For the most part, you will not suffer anything. Of the Christians, Catholics are the most tame and provide the most tepid of responses historically. As a retired Catholic myself, I will tell you this. Now let's talk about something. Now let's talk about the idea of where this comes to. Little Nas X has decided, (laughs) my favorite is that he announces that he is going to be studying at Liberty University. Montero Hill is given name. And he receives a letter and posts it from Jerry Falwell with no with no date on it, which I find kind of interesting, sort of. Don't you think it'd be interesting to find out when this was done? Dear Montero Hill, congratulations. Now, <clears throat> since the beginning of time, I have uh, marveled, as, as of you, of people who have done themes which, which, which are construed as being against the norm. In 1979, Life of Brian, The Last Temptation of Christ, uh, uh, what, what is and what is not blasphemous, I don't know. Now, in this particular depiction and rendition of him mimicking or replicating, by the way, you talk about somebody who has the best comebacks of all time. This, I don't know if he... Uh, Intends to be if, if this was meant to be funny, but you you've got you've got to hand it to him. There's a uh, there there is something to be said for his particular phraseology. But in 1979, Life of Brian absolutely drove people crazy. There was a famous was it I don't know if it was Dick Cavett or if it was, but it was John Cleese and Michael Palin were having to defend what was clearly satire, clearly a joke, clearly somebody making a comment. When the producers came out and Mel Brooks actually did Springtime for Hitler, I don't think anybody understood what that meant. If anyone else had done it but Mel Brooks, it would have been a problem. Robert Downey Jr., one of the greatest, Tropic Thunder, one of the greatest depictions of all time, why he got away with that, I have no idea. And I think he should. It was not meant in any way to be racist. I don't think it was. It was a, it was a storyline of, a, of an actor who was black, playing some, whatever. But Mr. Mr. Hill mentioned something very interesting. He uses the word gatekeeper. Now, I've been noticing this. Gatekeeper, gatekeeper, gatekeeper. This is what, this is what, very interesting, this is what um, 
Cat Washington was, or Cat Williams rather was saying, and and Cat Washington as well. What 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 Cat Williams was saying regarding gatekeepers, regarding people who decide who gets in and who is not allowed in, what is acceptable and what is not. Now the bad news is this has been here since the beginning of time. I am a cynical person, as I told you. I was raised in the world of professional wrestling. This is a work. Anything that brings heat, anything that brings attention to your name, in today's world is perfect. There is no such thing as bad, as bad attention. I'm sorry. And I, not being an expert in this particular genre of, of, of music, I think coming across kind of as the bad boy is fine. Music has enjoyed, I know this pales by comparison, but there was a time when the Everly Brothers were considered, they, they, they execrable, horrible. The, the, the way they wake up little Susie, two people asleep, they fell asleep in a drive-in, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Frank Sinatra was considered just absolutely salacious and concupiscent with his, his whatever, Elvis, and it goes on and on. And on, and then we had later on all of the demonic and the satanic from Alice Cooper. Music has been an entertainment. Music in particular has been basically a lightning rod for all of this. Now, for whatever it's worth, I don't think any of this is considered to be offensive. I think it's considered to be piquant or piquant, depending upon where you're from, and that's all it is. And society, and music in particular, will never, ever, ever learn from this. It never ceases to say, this is, the more we react to this, the worst thing that could, the, 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 the best reaction to this is no reaction. If you really wanted to kill this, if you wanted to quell it, if you wanted to destroy it altogether, you would not mention it. Now it's going to get the Catholic League involved. You're going to get a lot of people screaming and demanding. Maybe there's going to be some kind of a protest. Even better. Because in today's currency, that means something. When you ask somebody, please, see if you can contain yourself and not react. People cannot do this. Because not only does Mr. Hill uh, enjoy the particular controversy, but the people who are not the, not the gatekeepers per se, but the defenders of the faith, they want their moment in the sun too. So everybody's getting a piece of the action. And if you try to tell somebody, listen, this is no big deal. This is going to go away. They don't listen. What's going to top this? What's next? What happens is if, uh, if Mr. Naz doesn't plot this thing carefully, if he just does too much too soon, too often, and, be, and the public habituates and conditions to him, it, it, he'll, he'll lose favor and he'll come across gimmicky. So he's got to plan this. I don't know if this is planned. I don't know if this was part of some type of a structured, choreographed uh, move. So far, it's been very, very effective. I'm going to say this just for the sake of saying it. I know it's redundant. And I know it's axiomatic. The First Amendment to the Constitution does not Never intended, and by the way, this does not. This is not going to involve the the government, so uh, the First Amendment would not apply. But our First Amendment here, the spirit of it, was never intended to protect or to deal with things that are not problematic, things that are not objectionable, things that are not that just drive you crazy. That is precisely what it was about. In America, in our world, you test something, you pressure test 
the First Amendment and the freedom of expression notions, not by my little tepid, um, um, you know, milk toast examples of uh, problem. You go after the big stuff, and you see just what public opinion will stand. Again, let me just say this: with all due respect to our brothers and sisters of other faiths, don't try this in certain com- countries with certain religions because history will show that may not turn out to your liking. All right, dear friends, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, and please, I want to hear from you, comment as you see fit.